Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Rosé Room. Cashin and I want to start off today's episode by thanking everybody so much for the great response we've gotten from the podcast. Thank you for listening, subscribing, writing amazing reviews, and we're so excited to do a full season to make all of your expectations come true. It's been super exciting to get all of this positive feedback. Uh, Taylor and I, this is definitely a passion project of ours, and we were I was a little nervous, um, but we, I don't know, we've just been getting all this praise, and I just, you know, keep it coming, you guys. I'm glad you guys think that we're funny, because we think we're funny, and I think that was the best <laughs> yeah. thing, is you guys also think we're Sometimes, little. like, we think we're funny, but then also, like, I listen to the episodes, like, eight times, so then I'm like, okay, like, the material's, like... You know, it's something I've seen before at this point. But <laughs> nothing new. Nothing new. Okay, so I'm excited for today because Cashin actually had a really good idea because we're starting this new year, new you thing with Durose Beauty Refinery. We have a lot of patients coming in and kind of talking about all the new services that they want. So we wanted to take you through the decade. We want to say goodbye to the teenage years of the 20s because yeah. <laughs> I just... Uh, we And we kissed our teenage years goodbye, I guess, during that 10 years, didn't we? Yeah. How old yeah. were you uh, 10 years ago? I was 17. Okay, I was 19, so thank God, kissing. I was a fat, weird teenager. I can't. <laughs> I was not fat uh, or weird, but I just feel like you're as cool as you can be at 17. You you're know? way cooler than me, though. Which like, is you had high heels and makeup, much. and I could have had those things. I just had... Uh, I didn't care. I was captain. A brain. I was like co-captain of the debate team. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> um, but I was not. But yeah. <laughs> okay. So we really are excited because I think that, you know, when you think of a decade, it's always like, oh my God, my transformation, my glow up, my this, my that. But I actually wanted to talk about like specific things because I think as millennials, it's just kind of cool to talk about things that we've done. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to jump in by saying like what about 10 years ago in high school you were grad were you graduating then at 17 yeah so I graduated high school okay let's just start with like what happened in the past 10 years so we'll talk about our milestones so like 10 years ago 17 um I actually graduated on my 18th birthday um started at UNLV joined a sorority had a really good time by 2014 I had like wrapped up all of that and then oh my god you finished college by 2014 you you're smarter than me (laughs) oh my god a full load left and right it was crazy um and then by my senior year I was in a serious relationship and we had a house here and then we had um an apartment in San Diego downtown San Diego that's right the back and forth oh my god I was back and forth all oh my god it was such a nightmare um he was such a nightmare and then I had to just yeah he had to go um and then, yeah, moving forward, I had moved out for the first time out of my parents' house. Okay, you're just skipping all ahead. Okay, you're oh just going all the way to the front of the line. We have this beautiful <laughs> list, and you're just, who cares well, about any of the planning? About, no. no, I asked you what you were doing 10 years ago. I didn't say, give me your whole life story. Oh, well, I thought I said, like, let's just, like, say what happened in no, the No, what years. happened 10 years ago is you were graduating high school, and I want to know the most terrible thing that happened to you in the, at the end of high school, because I hated se- senior year, was the huh. hands-down most all also most terrible year ever um actually my senior year wasn't the most terrible year I would say that my sophomore year was but um my okay, senior give year me your graduation time. story Cashton. I'll slap it out of you if you don't there's nothing fun about it like I feel like my sister had a better graduation story like I had my hair and makeup done that was cool but like I went to Thomas it really wasn't that fun like I was not trying to be there I know see this is why 
This is why. Ten years ago, I wasn't that exciting. It's what led up to all of that. You know, okay, like, what's well, been going we're on. Gonna, ten years ago, I was fighting with Melinda Jarvis in the middle of a parking lot in front of UNLV. But about, who is that? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Melinda is our is one of my dearest friends, obviously, from 19 years old. I've known her since I was 16. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she was moving to New York City, and I was so mad at her. I was just screaming. I was so mad she was moving to New York. Um, and I dropped out of college uh, a year and a half later. I was so over it. I was just so done. You're um, like, goodbye. That was yeah. 19, 17, 18, 19 is just a hard knock time. I know that there's probably some listeners out there. If anybody ever told you that's the best years of your life, please just don't talk to that person anymore because it's absolutely 1000% not true. I think it's very innovative and you're very like a sponge. You can like absorb anything. That's why it's great to go to college at that time and you have no real responsibilities any length like hopefully no kids in like a house but you know (laughs) in college but all right so I know that Kasha and I are going to ultimately tell you our life's decade story through this one (laughs) but I want to I want to start off with some some fun things so obviously we're college dropouts Kasha and I both have pretty much full degrees minus two two and a half classes one and a half class and like like one class left I think I have two um I would you know, I would incentivize us to go back eventually, but it hasn't really behooved us since. So what jobs have you had since like college in the last oh 10 God. years? Like what's the most, what's the most memorable, memorable job? Not, not DR. Like what job <laughs> did you like actually remember, like taught you something like it was, um, it was well, memorable. okay. I had, I worked at SDK, um, in college and I had so much Tell fun. them what that is. SDK is a steakhouse. Um, it's kind of like a lounge steakhouse, and it's they have several locations. It's so much fun. Oh my so god, good for food too. We fun. were. I had so much fun. I actually made a lot of really good friends that I'm still friends with um, today. Actually, like my dear friend Haley, uh, my friend Lily. Uh, we've known each other forever. Um, a couple girls that I still stay in touch with as well. Um, definitely had a good time. Um, but it after that, it really pushed me to realize that I needed a big girl job. Um, working in that kind of environment was like, okay, like I'm either going to stay here or I'm like going to have to elevate. Um, but I only elevated to cocktail serving. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in Vegas, by the way, that's one heck of an elevation. <laughs> also had such a fun time. I made really good money. Um, more money than I should have been making at like 22 and didn't really, I like have nothing to show for it. Like didn't put anything away. Welcome to Las I Vegas. <laughs> I that is everybody's story. If you're a stripper, crazy. cocktail waitress or a pool girl or, or a nightclub server, girl, nothing. it's like oh my you gosh. need Louis boots and, you know, uh, manicures. I was like, I had my personal trainer. I feel like a bulk of that, like I was spending an exorbitant amount on just like even fitness, but like on I was like yeah, a Kardashian, literally on myself, like just having the best day, always at brunch. I was always brunching, but brunching from like 11 o'clock in the morning until like nine o'clock at night, like a psychopath. That's like all day brunch, but I'm in, we should have one of those a month at DR. Honey, I can't. (laughs) Are you kidding? (laughs) I'm bad by On New Year's, I was in bed by uh, 9.30. Like, Uh, I can't hang. Also, disclaimer, Kasha and I have both been having the flu for the last week together. Oh my God. I've honestly, you know, the show must go on, but I am very congested and I'm sick of it. I'm okay. We still sound alike with with the congestion. Yeah. It's just not like a fun time. Okay. Uh, My job, my jobs never ranged in that. I never really did any of the, I was never good at serving or anything like that. You don't want to be a cocktail servant. I I wanted to. It's just the way I looked and my personality didn't go or behoove me for that line of work. So (laughs) I chose, I elected not to embarrass myself and other people. Um, 
by doing that job. Not that I don't think that that's hard. I tip very well because I know that that is like probably the hardest job in the world. I, I applaud anybody who serves on the Las Vegas Strip. Oh my goodness. The stories. We'll do another show on that. The stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ultimately my, the, my most memorable job was actually the first job I ever had with my mom. I um, actually started working with Dorinda when I was at a company where she like did a service. It was like a, a case management company and I was one of the marketers there. So I learned about marketing um, from the age of 21, 22, all the way up until I got married, at, uh, you know, or past getting married. I, I quit that right as I was, we were starting uh, DeRose. So I had that job for six years and I learned corporate sales. I think that was one of the most lucrative slash interesting times of my life. But it also inspired me to know that like just because you get out of college and you have a medical sales job and, you know, you make the money that they tell you you should be making, you don't really feel fulfilled. I never loved it. I, I loved making negotiations and sales, but I never loved the idea of the service. And my mom worked really hard. Like my mom worked seven days a week for them. So I think it's just such a difference now to kind of take that into my next thing. Um, and, you know, I just, I always knew that I didn't want to do it again. Like going to another corporation was just not an option for us. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, I can't. It's like they, Taylor had a burp. I do always because it's, it's carbonated drinks that we have to drink. Like between LaCroix and Chandon, I just, I'm inappropriate. <laughs> Uh, but during these times, um, what did you, I, I traveled a lot. Did you travel a lot? I the did. Last well, I wouldn't say a lot, but I, my aunt lives in, in France. So I visited her about four times. Um, so much fun. I went Did you to, like France? I love France. That's weird for me, for you, because like you hate French food. I hate, hate French walking. food. Like <laughs> anything about France to me does is like cash. It's like, oh my God, I'm crying. <laughs> oh my God. I hate walking. It's like, so what true. about France? Um, I love that everything is historic and beautiful. Um, the people were, uh, you know, French people get like a bad rap, but like I have like a really good time every time I'm there. I liked France. I mean, why? I think they get a bad rap because they're not the most hospitable. Like, I, I think that that's friendly. not true. I think that people, I think that Americans in general are very expressive and over the top and being polite or like accommodating and other cultures aren't like that. So it's perceived as being rude. Um, also, whatever's going on with the metro over the last five years, I can't. Oh, yeah. Can't. Um, Public transportation is not an option. Yeah, I do, I do know how to navigate the metro um, by myself, which is funny because in New York, I refuse to take the subway. It's too much. What? I won't take it. That I've taken it twice. Best part about New York. The Are you kidding? The yes, that is like no, no, no. Um, let me just tell you that the on the best. shade room, there was a guy filming another guy kidnapping this girl off the subway. Okay, and shame First on that guy all, for filming. By who, the way, no one wants to kidnap any of us. No one's kidnapping anyone. Could you just imagine like Justine getting kidnapped on a subway? First of all, her worst nightmare. <laughs> Second of all, like why? Why? What would anyone want with any of us? Uh, okay, moving on. Not the point. Yeah, not the point. The point is, but yes, I did travel. I went to New York several times. New York. What do you like about New York? Oh my over god! The last everything, ten years, everything. Actually, the first time I went, it was like horrible. I went because this guy um, that I was kind of seeing in Vegas was working on on a project in New York. So I went with my friends. He was so mean to me, and I was like, "Wow, hate the guy, <laughs> love the city." Yeah, and then I ended up going back. But um, so much to do. Uh, two, actually, three of my good friends now live out there, so it's always a good time. Um, 
I don't know. There's and you get to walk. You get to like put in the cows. Do you want to know my favorite thing about New York City? Leaving my, the first. Well, Arthur is from there, so my dad is like obviously, but um, and I think that those people are so cute from the Bronx. Oh my god, their little accents. I love a New York um, accent, but. I was there for Hurricane Sandy, also thanks to Melinda. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's so fun. What a factoid. Oh, my God. So I endured, uh, in Hell's Kitchen, by the way, uh, Hurricane Sandy for seven days. I could not get out, and Melinda had to pay so much money to get me to JFK because they were running out of gas, and people were, like, fighting and killing each other over gas. So, like, that happened this decade, too. Don't forget Hurricane Sandy, New York City terrible time the whole facades were falling off of buildings like the whole thing wait that's incredible I had no idea oh it was literally like I went to New York the one time it decided to have like an apocalypse it was like of a movie that's not like my whole life has been a movie like I've never had just one normal experience ever like I can't go to New York and like be normal so to feel better about myself um Bergdorf Goodman and Macy's in in the square you know like the the most beautiful it's the biggest Macy's in the world had was open they're like hurricane or not okay we are open think shout out to Macy's and Harold Square I'm crying (laughs) they were open during Hurricane Sandy and I think I spent a thousand dollars on East St. Laurent eyeliner oh I was like so (laughs) upset I, I did not have this that money, is by Caucasian the way. I was living. just so upset. I had to buy everything I ever, like, thought I wanted. I was, like, dying. And Arthur's on the phone, by the way, after I get off at JFK, like, the first two days I'm there. And is like, I think, like, you should come home. Like, there is always a storm. And the problem I have with this man telling me this all the time is he tells me after I leave. So Arthur's never like, let me check the weather. Like, he knows where I go. He knows what is happening because he's always like, where's Taylor? So I'm like... He knows, and then he waits. Like, the other day, we were going to California, and the Cajon Pass is closed down, and he tells me as I'm driving for two hours to prim. He's like, by the way, uh, I just want you to know the Cajon Pass is closed. I'm like, where were you three hours ago? Like, you don't care about me until I'm already experiencing it. Oh, my God. So, um, yes, fun factoid about New York. But I actually, my favorite trip this decade was actually to Mexico with my husband. Like, out of country. Like, we've been... My family takes a yearly trip to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Also very Caucasian living. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very Kardashian. It, it's not, though. Because we've, we've they're been doing Wyoming that. great again. We've been doing that since I th- I was three years old. There's, like, a picture on my personal Instagram right now of me in, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, as an eight-year-old with, like, a hat and a, in a saloon outfit with a, with a shotgun. woman. Yeah. yeah. So that's been my family experience <laughs> the last 28 years. My husband loves it, by the way. Like, he'd never been fly fishing before this year too like we'll talk about all the things Dean got to experience this year being from England fly fishing tacos avocados like it goes on but um no I actually really loved Mexico I didn't I always was really afraid like you know I'm born to who I'm born to and they're like they're gonna kidnap you and it's gonna be terrible so shout out to Jalisco uh that was amazing Puerto Vallarta was Amaz. So if you haven't been there, it's cheap and probably like the best time I've ever had. David would love to go to Mexico. It's just I'm not like a Mexico kind of gal. You're not a France person either. So I no, think you should I give it a shot. No, but I am because it's like cobblestone no. and like history. I'm not no. like a beach person. Like that's they have the kind of person I'm and billionaires who have no, no, no. literally I'm not, It's not a knock on, like, the citizens. It's just, for me, like, I'm not, like, when people want to go to Mexico, they're trying to, like, lounge on the beach. Like, no. I'm not a beach lounger. Like, I'm not trying to do that. I hate tequila. I won't drink it. So it's like, you know, I think that maybe I'm just, like, a city dweller. Like, I need, like, brick and ivy and, like, I love the East Coast. Ugh. 
Not that I, I like California too. Not that I been to much of it. Okay, like New York City <laughs> and the Bronx is about my extent. Boston, I have family in Boston. Yes, love but it. It's, it's usually cold, like nine and a half months a year. Like it's too I cold. Know, but for like us. we love a good layer. Like what do you mean? Oh, it's layer. like the, yeah, it's the best. It's like I get to look cute in layers. Okay, well, through all of the travel, through mm-hmm. all of the jobs, um, I think that there's been some really big living arrangements, and this is a thing for me because it's like a big thing. Like when you talk to a lot of like girls these days, even patients that come in the clinic, we're like. Like, just so shocked that they can live by themselves these days at such a young age. Like, I can't believe there's 19-year-olds with better apartments than That's you know, cra- us. I, it's crazy. I can't believe we have uh, 19-year-olds that come in to get $600 lip filler because, like, I I did not have that at 19. Oh, my God. <laughs> Driving a car worth more than my home, by the way. Yeah. I just- <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so like I see all the latest shoes. Oh, kids these days are the rich, things. rich. I'm okay with. It, I was though. shopping at like, like very cheap stuff because like you had to make your dollars stretch. Isn't it interesting though that they're still really nice people? Like I think oh, it's so weird that like even the ones with all the money like are at that age. Like I'd say anything under 25 right now are still like sincerely some of the nicest people I've ever met. Like the super yeah. super rich kids. I've I, I'm actually really into them right now. Well, they better be nice or I'm going to, you know. <laughs> they all know what's going to happen yeah, to them. Yeah, catch these hands. You're like, so we're, funny. We're, like, they need to respect their elders. Okay, so Cash and I have actually very different living experiences through the decade. I lived with my parents through most of it and then um, saved up money for a house before I got married. Um, and Cashin has kind of had roommates and friends, which is like the other alternative to, you know, not significant living with others. I, well, I live with Dern and Arthur way too long. So, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you've lived by yourself basically since what, 17, 18? No. Oh my God, please. Like 21. Okay, so 21, you move out, you have roommates. That was so fun. Yeah, I lived with uh, my best friend, Haley, and uh, she was, like, literally gone all the time traveling. Nothing's changed. Uh, She is actually a travel influencer. Uh, So it was a great living situation, but uh, when she was home, like, we were obsessed with each other. Like, we would literally sleep in the same bed. Like, yeah. And Haley and her still love each other. Yeah, I love her to death. Love you, Haley. Um, And then um, moved out and lived with two of my friends because I actually... While living with Haley, I started dating this like creepy guy who like he, More stories. he was just like, I know he's just a rebound. And then like he ended up like over. It was just really bad. And then he ended up like stalking me. So I had to like move across town. I didn't want to live alone. So I lived with two of my friends for like two years. And then I've been living on my own now for like a year and a half. And it's so interesting because when you want to live by yourself and you don't want to live and like rat hole conditions or like you don't want to live like a cockroach <laughs> as my dad says um it's hard you know to find beautiful apartments and nice living where you feel safe and secure on top of like being able to afford the rent and when I say afford the rent I don't mean like oh you can pay the rent I mean like rent isn't something that is just so obsessive to you it's just a part of functionality in life yeah um so I'm really proud of you because there's so many people even at your you know 27 years old that don't have their own apartment like oh my no god boyfriend, I know. no one paying your bills nothing no nothing but, like, you know, taking applications for anybody who would like to pay my bills. Yeah, We do take Venmo. Yeah, we do take Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I don't discriminate. Zelle, too. PayPal, oh, you know, I like personal that. checks. Square cash. Square cash. <laughs> Invoices. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. No, um, I'm super excited. I'm actually going to be moving in about two months. Um, but my friend's boyfriend gave me like a really scary factoid that I can't, I haven't been able to shake. Don't do it. I think we should save that factoid for the next one so we can share. We're going to, we're going to oh, interview Justine okay. in a few minutes and I just can't wait until you actually tell her that factoid on like <laughs> live air because her response is going to be f- fantastic. I just okay. I'm going to hold off. I'll hold off on it. But wait. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
you know, and I bought a house this decade. Uh, I was not prepared for how much toilet paper or paper towels cost, mm-hmm. like, in general. Like, yeah. I'm like, wait, I, to wipe my butt and my hands, I have to pay money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? No one warned me. Like, everybody just was like, no. you know. I, so when I got a house and a husband, I was, like, not prepared. So everybody's like, oh, you have a husband. I'm like, I... Lit, I had no idea. Dorinda has really like made my life great. I knew how to do laundry. I knew I know how to cook, like all the basics. But just how much that is for yourself every day when you don't live with three other people is wow, like it's a lot. Cra- it's so expensive. It's and, crazy, and it's not only expensive; it's tedious. So like doing all of your own laundry, doing all of your own dishes, doing all of your own things. And I have a hel- I have a helpful husband. Like I have somebody who contributes. Like I couldn't imagine if my husband was like <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Plus, clean. I would be like, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to go make $1.7 million a year. I can't. Oh, no. You, no could, you There is actually no dollar amount that could convince me to stay home and, and wait hand and foot on somebody. I just After can't. After this year, I think I have one. Oh, you're like, you know what? <laughs> I don't want to work anymore. I need a break. I need. <laughs> I think I have a new number. Uh, I'm moving in with my parents. Like, even after buying a house. Like, that's why I think it's so funny. Because you can buy a house on property. I'm not selling it. Uh, I'm renting out my house. And I'm moving in with my parents because I'm actually going. We're going to be moving in again together and my dad secretly plotting probably like an apartment away from me like at the top of some tower yes. so he can look down upon us like well cousins. actually we didn't want to tell you but arthur and i are going to be moving in together that's fine <laughs> he he's like what's the difference really um he's <laughs> like another kid another person to make sure uh, oh my god they're so funny um but i i honestly i'm actually pretty excited to move in with my parents one because i don't have to you know what I mean? Two, because the house that we're going to have after, um, we're actually looking for another house that we can all live in because I have older parents. Like, I think, I don't know if anybody actually, like, knows that, but, like, Jordan and Arthur are much older than me. Yeah, I think we mentioned, I'm so sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but I've been looking at me and I'm looking at you too, and we have got to get lip filler. <gasps> Both of us? I'm saying it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Me too? You too. I know because I've been working out and eating right, and I know all the HA is going away. It's just right here. It's a lot of places. I was looking at the picture that we just took the other day and I was like <gasps> who's she yeah <laughs> my cheeks unrecognizable <laughs> I'm like I just I'm I, just I screamed my cheeks the other day <laughs> and my husband was like what and I'm like oh, they're gone but they're I'm, not gone I'm okay with it because I got a little I gained a little weight so I'm I gained like eight pounds and it's not making my jawline filler look very good <laughs> So my resolution (laughs) that we'll talk about in the next episode is like my 2020 how not to be fat because it's unrealistic for me to say that I'm going on a hardcore anything. I think two pounds a month is reasonable. I can lose 25 pounds this, this year. Like at that rate, I'll be fine with it. But I'm like 25 pounds and I'd actually be like a perfect human. I don't think that the doctor would recommend more for me. Yeah. So but but also that's like two pounds a month (laughs) (laughs) that you're just not ready to lose you're just just like no like I I think I have to start exercising again I know it's just hard for me because we're between LA and and here right now until you know the end Mm -hmm. of May or June um and that's like another thing like I don't know I today we really don't know how LA is going um we'll talk about that on the podcast through like the era like our business experience because I don't think we've really talked about LA much but um we're back and forth for a while and we really don't know so that's like another thing that's going on between moving. I got to experience LA. You experienced San Diego this decade. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's changed. Very there. clean. Yeah, and kind of boring. Um, very pet friendly. So I was like, Ugh, okay, no, thank you. Yeah. 
Um, okay, and the other thing that I want to talk about through a decade, because I think this is so interesting right now, looking at all the younger people who work for us and, like, even the friends and, and my nieces and nephews that are, you know, teenagers, the friendships that you've had over the decades. Because me and you have become friends. Um, I've started businesses that I have, like, dear friends. I still have dear friends from high school. Like, not mm-hmm. high school, but I have one, you know, dear friend from college. What is your friendship sitch like right now? Like, did you did you weather the storm with any, like... <laughs> friends because they come and they go you know they do come and go um I think that like through college up until this point I've had a the same solid core group of friends for the most part um there's been a couple people who have fallen off for the better um but you know it's been really interesting to see how all of us have gone from like literally going to high school together and then going into college together and then like where we are now almost in our 30s and how everyone's like getting engaged I have two really close friends who are who are parents now um, a couple of my friends have gotten married. It's like really mind blowing because in my mind I'm like, oh my god, wait, no, like we're still like 21, right? Like I'm still 17, right? Like so it's I weird. Look it. I look at <laughs> all this like all work stuff, but you know it's it's weird to see how like my friends have transitioned into real adults, and sometimes I just feel like I'm not even there yet. It's so funny as these real adults live with their parents. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just feel like, I don't know. I, I just still feel that like having a family is just such an adult decision that like, I don't feel like I'm even old enough to have kids. I think it's interesting too, because as women, we are just so hung up on the idea of 30, like 30. Oh my God. By 35, I'll never have a baby. By 40, I'll never, I'm so old. Like it's not true. None of it's true. I think, you know, if you're ready to have a baby at 30, great. If you're ready to have a baby at 21, check with a psychiatrist yeah um i think if you're ready for a baby at 52 i you know the lady what's her name she's beautiful yuda what's her name who i forget her name but she's this beautiful um african-american woman on the news with kathy kathy gifford and she had a baby at 52 she has both of her children huda huda cotby love her okay so i think if you're that great um, I think that, you know, realistically, my parents had me much later, and I kind of adore it. I think that I'm living through grandparent years with them, but it's actually, like, super fun. It's just your years. It, it is. And yeah. uh, my friendships are way different, too. I, I had a childhood best friend. She was in my in my wedding. I still am obsessed with her, but I honestly have also understood that through this decade, uh, building businesses, building relationships, building strategic relationships, strategic relationships and friendships are not the same. No. And that's like a big um, decade thing for me because I've been through so many friends, so many different things. And there are people who have definitely stuck by me. Like from the, I met Dean 10 years ago this year. That's um, so crazy. I know. I love it. I think it's so fun. We, we weren't together or anything, but I he came to Las Vegas. Vegas and we got to see each other for the first time uh, 10 years ago and then now I have like uh, I have friends that I don't even talk to like mm-hmm. I have people in my wedding that I don't think just don't don't like me anymore is that crazy <laughs> like no and I think it's okay because we grow as people and if you're like I loved you at 10 years old but I don't love you as a 25 year old like that's cool like we have personal experience and no that's you know. totally normal so I think that is my shout out to all the younger generation is don't be too hung up on friendships they're important um there'll, there'll be people who prove their friendships and and almost familial type relationships to you um but in general don't spend too much time on quote-unquote friendships that don't necessarily make you better people because if it's not for soul giving purposes or it's not for you know the benefit of yourself I think a lot of those people just don't end up being there 10 years later no they don't I mean a lot of my like I have a great amazing group of friends that we've known each other since we were like 14 years old 
but you know there's been people who I've known equally as long where it's just like we are just we've changed um and I think like I personally have changed within the past like two years like I feel like I'm just a completely different person now I feel like I've lived and died probably a hundred times like I've lost 50 pounds this decade Mm -hmm. I've gained another 10 yeah uh, I have lived in different places. I've gone and seen in different, d- done different things. And I always thought when I was 30, like my life was just like blank. Like I could never <laughs> imagine. It, yeah. yeah. And now, now that it's so close, I'm like, oh, life's just starting. Like everything's just starting. So um, that really leads me into my next thing because I think lessons about decades are super important. And my goal is to write down my like yearly lesson. So in 10 years when we, you know, do like a recap of a 10 year of a podcast, we can do like (laughs) all the things that we think are important. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm like, what is the, what are the, what's the biggest thing you learned over the last decade? Ooh, um, to take your time. I think that I've always been somebody who was, like, rushing to relax. Like, I've always felt like I needed to be, like, incredibly busy, um, that I needed to be in certain milestones at a very certain um, amount of time. Like, I've always tried to be a a big planner, and it never really worked out that way. Like, yeah, I've progressed, and, like, I'm doing great, but it never quite was what I thought it would be, and I think that I wish I had slowed down a bit and really just been more present Um, I think it makes you more efficient. I think it makes you more appreciative. And I think that is the biggest thing that I'm really trying to, to work on is being present and not moving too fast. Like, but yeah, like, I think that's a really good one because it's, it's something that's simple. Um, patience really is, is what you've learned. And yeah, cause I was not blessed with that at all. Oh girl. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I think that if you have any hustle inside, patience is not, it's a learned experience. It's not a God given one. No. And, um, I think my lesson ultimately has been not to be so harsh. Um, I came from a family full of professionals, high end jobs, high end profiles, high end everything. Um, smartest people I've ever met. My, my parents hands down are probably like too smart they could blow up the world if they wanted um but it's not to be so harsh I think just because you're smart and just because you're amazing doesn't mean that you have given your mental state the consideration and the um the emotional intelligence behind life is equally as important as the mental and academic intelligence that we host and we pay for at college Um, and that's what has made our business so great that's what made our relationships so great um, I, and I think my parents have had that new opportunity too. And just living life. I think my husband moving from England and learning that you don't have to be so harsh on yourself, even if you want to be the, the top engineer at Apple, uh, or if you want to have your own tech business, you can do whatever you want. Or if you yeah. want to be a chef, you know, I don't, I told him yesterday, <clears throat> I'm like, don't have to do that. You don't have to be harsh. Yeah. So, um, taking your time and not being harsh and understanding that things are not over, uh, during a certain time period is super key because that's our decade um we've you know going from a teenager to your 20s really teaches you that patience is a virtue and that's part of our maturity this decade so I want to thank you guys for listening we've done like a half hour of just chit-chatting to you guys yeah (laughs) and we want to interview now Justine on what we want to be our new decade what do we want the new decade to be how do we want to improve what are ways and I can't wait for you guys to experience her funny bubbly personality and um, her awesome experiences so we're stoked stay tuned thank you so much for listening to the rosé room today Uh, Cashin and I truly appreciate your time please be sure to like subscribe and review this podcast and also don't forget that you can send us questions on our Instagram at do rosé beauty refinery or at the rosé room room.com. Oh, info at 
rosabroom.com. That's right. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. And on Wednesdays, Cashin, we drink pink. pink.